Hey there, it is Eileen with The Real Las Vegas here with Andrea Beach Greco of CMG Financial. And we are doing our November market update to let you know everything that is happening in the Las Vegas Valley, or at least our take on it. Um, and if you have questions, reach out. These are the days that having a question and not reaching out to ask whatever those questions are could cost you money. So there is no stupid question. We're entering this market just like you. We also have questions that we have to go find answers to. So um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. So are you ready for the stats? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. All right. So the so the stats as far as what's under contract is weekly. The stat for the median home price is a monthly price. So that median home price is $440,000. That is down from 482 in May. And last time we did Thoughts. this, yeah. I yeah. thought last time we did this, we were at 450. We were. So yep. with that, a month in time frame, that's not yep. terrible. No. And like they say, what up must what goes up must come down. And right. We're not in the same market as we were before. So right. I think that's still healthy. What do you think? I think so too. I think what's not healthy is that we are getting so saturated with media who is confusing people because we have people who are saying recession and housing in the same sentence. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be very deceiving. So yes, I do believe that we are, if not already in a recession, mm -hmm. that we are headed that direction. Does that include housing? I don't think that it does. Mm -hmm. And everybody is comparing it to 2008 where we had this huge market crash and recession that did include the housing market. And this time is so different mm -hmm. because everybody has, I mean, well, okay, maybe without the exception of the past year, okay. great interest rates. Yes. Yeah. And then there's all the equity that majority of American homeowners have. Right. That they didn't have in 2008. Yeah. So, I mean, there is still so much opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is not what is being discussed. So just let me, I guess, finish my thought on the housing recession. So the housing recession that we had in 2008 was due to a lot of lending practices where People were signing sometimes on a dotted line and getting a loan. Well, it's like the maid saying, I make $500,000 and it wasn't verified. And then it comes to find out, oops, I can't afford the payment. Exactly. Go figure. Right. That is not happening yeah. now. You are vetted and vetted and vetted again before you get a mortgage. Mm -hmm. So the possibility of there being a crash because people cannot afford their homes um, is not happening 
from what I can see. Yep. I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, and again, no crystal ball. I cannot see the future. Um, I didn't bring my genie in a bottle with me today, but just from how our markets have gone over decades, that is what we're seeing. So as far as that goes, please, you know, and I know I keep saying this, I sound like a broken record, um, but get your sources on the housing market from other places than the news <laughs> because the news sells fear and doom yeah. and gloom. And you'll be a much happier person. Yeah. Um, with that being said, um, we are dropping in how many homes we have available on the market. So right now, today, we have 7,805 single-family homes. That does not include condos or townhomes. Um, and that is down from 8,004 that we had last week. And last week, we were down about 150 from the week before. So fewer people are putting their homes on the market. Um, are under contract this week was 1826. Last week, there were 1825 under contract. Um, and then we are seeing that days on market is increasing. And I, I truly believe that that's for a number of reasons. I think that days on market are increasing because people are scared. Um, and when, you know, when fear kind of creeps in, you get frozen. Yeah. And so I think that that is happening a little bit. Are you seeing that as far as less applications coming mm -hmm. in? Yes. It, it's, uh, again, I think they have to swallow the pill and get over the information that we just, you know, are uncovering and they yeah. have to get used to interest rates being higher and until they're at that place, again, they're frozen. They can't make a decision or yeah. they don't have enough um, advisors or smart people, we'll say, on their sides telling them why this is such a great market. And let's compare before and now and show them why today is still a great market. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So if we look back, let's just say even May, we look back, interest rates were less. Do you remember what they were in May? No, but I could look it up for you. But again, in no, that's May, a, that's okay. Let's, no, but let's just say we were. They probably were creeping in the fives. Okay, at least somewhere in that range. Because starting in March is when the, at least back in my records, we started seeing the upswing. Okay, and then by the end of May, June, then it went. Yeah, kind of took off. Okay, so let's just say that you purchased a home at the median home price in May. So that price was $482,000. Mm -hmm. So that's not your final number, though, that you purchased that home at, because in May, you were having to come in above appraisal, mm -hmm. which that money was coming directly out of your pocket if that home did not appraise for whatever your contract stated. So let's just say if you offered four eighty, dollars and you said you would pay 500 for that home, even though the value was only 480, I should say, um, then you had to come $20,000 mm -hmm. out of pocket. That's on top of your down payment, mm -hmm. on top of your closing costs. Because in May, you were not getting help with closing costs from sellers. Right. You were not getting any type of rate buy down, mm -hmm. anything like that. So 
you were coming out with more money out of pocket. And that truly, now that we can see it, that probably was the height of the market Mm -hmm. was May. So now that we're seeing prices come down, you are getting, in many cases, closing cost assistance Mm -hmm. from sellers. Mm -hmm. Some sellers are also throwing in a rate buy down and you are getting the home for at least $40,000 less today than you could in May. Mm -hmm. And because sellers are still wanting to sell, in some cases, you can even negotiate that price down more Mm -hmm. than even what it's listed for. So there are so many opportunities to make really smart decisions. And I don't want to say, I mean, I think the um, marry the home, date the rate has been way overused, but it does still apply. Mm -hmm. We don't know where interest rates are going to go, but if they happen to come down once inflation is kind of stabilized, that is kind of, I think, what we're hearing, right, is that eventually- That's what the economists are saying. Yeah. You can- refi. So are you guys doing any um, any programs around refinances for people who are buying right now? Yes. So again, depends on their program, but for everybody that's buying today, and we do this, we've been doing this a long time, it just hasn't been as popular, is we'll do a no-cost out-of-pocket refinance. And what does that mean? That means that, so let's say buyer Smith buys today and they're paying seven and a half and they freak out but they're still able to buy and okay with temporary. Once rates come down, we will refinance them. Obviously, we're going to get them the best deal that we can, and they're not having to come out of pocket. And depending upon how long between when they purchase and they refinance, they probably don't need that much documentation. So it's fairly streamlined. Now, do you you think that um, they'll have a problem refinancing? I mean, if prices continue to go down. Here in Vegas, I don't think prices are going to collapse. So uh, honestly, I don't think that's an issue. We haven't discussed that in any of our kind of brainstorming meetings about that potential issue because if you saw some of the data, I know we don't put charts and things up here, but in the next decade, the millennial homebuyers of buying age, there's not enough homes. There's No. no way with the data and the amount of people that are coming and upcoming to purchase that home prices are going to collapse or fall. Right. So yeah, them, them meaning the potential client who bought today wanting to refinance, I don't think that they're in a position that they have to worry about losing values. Yeah. yeah. And, and today we're recording this on a very celebrated day in American history where citizens get to go out and cast their vote for candidates that they want to see get into run our country for, for us. Um, and sometimes I shouldn't say sometimes most times when we are in an election cycle, we do see a little bit of freak out in the market. So even if we take everything else away and we just throw in that there is an election that is actually enough at some points in history to skew 
the housing market, interest rates, the stock market. And so we do see some of that, you know, when we have elections. So that is another thing to to keep in mind when you're looking kind of at what's going on. Yeah, and I've had some buyers recently, which is surprising, but the one thing they said, which hasn't happened in a long time, was I'm waiting for the election to finish. Yes, yeah. here in Nevada. And I thought, hm, okay, I understand, but I don't understand because I'm a numbers gal <laughs> and I look at charts and data, but right. that was their their choice and their premise. And I said, okay, well, you let me know, because of course we don't want to talk politics, but right. you let me know when it's done on Tuesday afternoon or whatever, and we'll go from there. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, and I really do, um, the opportunity for new ways of purchasing, new ways of selling. I mean, there, there are a lot of things that I have not, I mean, I've been in the industry almost 13 years. I got in when we were in the toilet in 2010. <laughs> and so for me, this is a new market watching it kind of go down because all I've seen is the market go up. And so, you know, now we're seeing where there are people who are doing assumable loans again. And can you explain, because I mean, I have a very rudimentary idea of what that means to take over an assumable loan, but can you speak to what that would actually look like? if somebody was going to buy a home that you could assume the loan. Sure. So the assumable portion, again, it's kind of like the word implies, the client buying the home would have to qualify for the mortgage and they take over and assume whatever the terms are. So if client Smith has a 2.5% interest rate, guess what? New buyer gets to come in and assume, assuming they qualify and assume their loan. And that's how that works. Now, Here's the challenge that we've had recently with that is with the upswing in equity that people have um, accumulated, example, a client owes $200,000, they're selling for four, they want someone to come in and assume. Well, that's great because the new client can assume a $200,000 loan at 3%, but they don't have $200,000 to cash out the seller. Right. So those have been the challenges with the current assumables and, um, but they're popular. Again, you have to check with the servicer. Yeah. You know, you don't come to Andrea and say, I want to assume Susie's loan over there because unfortunately I'm not able to finance that. They have to go through the servicer directly. Yeah. But like if you're a VA buyer mm-hmm. and there's a VA loan on the home, only VA buyers can assume that VA loan. Mm-hmm. So that could be a really great way yeah. if you are in the military mm-hmm. or even not, if you're retired and mm-hmm. you have that entitlement to be able to use your VA, mm-hmm. you can assume a loan that's at a much lower interest rate than you can currently get today. Yeah. So I've I've seen that those, I mean, when we're doing searches for clients in the MLS, mm-hmm. I haven't seen an assumable loan since I've been yes. in this business. Yeah. And it's so, popular again. yeah, I mean, and, and you're also having seller financing is back, mm-hmm. you know, where the seller will finance that property and you just make the payments, you know, but again, all of these things do come with risk, Yeah, you know, and so you have to weigh the risk and see 
you know, if it's beneficial for you and your situation or not. Mm-hmm. And another thing that that we're seeing, which is, I mean, just one more reason why I really do think that that we are in a good place with our current housing market is that I'm seeing a lot of investors still getting very creative. They're still buying. Mm -hmm. And the reason that investors are still in this market is because they don't care what the interest rate is Mm -hmm. because they are long hold individuals. Mm -hmm. So they're not looking to buy a property, turn around and flip it in, you know, 90 Mm -hmm. days, most of them. Mm -hmm. Um, They're looking to hold that piece of property for possibly decades. Mm -hmm. And so what they're looking at is, is it a good investment today? Do I want to add this piece of property or land or business or whatever to my portfolio? Does that make sense for me to buy it today when all the other buyers are scared? Mm -hmm. So when all those buyers are scared, that's when they come in and Mm -hmm. they're getting some amazing deals. Absolutely. And so that's kind of who you have to watch is who's coming in and making moves when other people are scared to make the move. Mm -hmm. And if there are people doing it, then you have to say, should I be doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, because my answer would be yes. And I mean, it, though, it's true. I, again, I know that with, again, what it, we're following was we watch data. If you watch the iBuyers, they stepped out for a bit. But I've noticed it's turning. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I so. think is funny is because, you know, even myself, I was like, What? They're, they're getting out. They failed. No, they didn't fail. They, they pulled back. They regrouped. And honestly, I think they're coming back in stronger. You know, I just think they're changing their strategy and putting together a new game plan. Well, with the stuff I saw, interestingly enough is, again, even though interest rates are hovering in the sevens, the appetite for owning a piece of property with future appreciation is highly sought out. I mean, right. these people, meaning those hedge fund groups and whatnot, with the projections that you see and they, they're talking about with rates going down to the fives next year, I don't know, time frame wise that's the question, but they will go down all of them know property is going to go up. So why would right. they wait? If you, right. Like we were just talking, if you can get a price reduction, a re, an interest rate reduction, a buy down, a this, da, 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 whatever the list is, yeah. why wouldn't you? Right. Thank you. That brings me back to my, oh, to my point. So <laughs> if you think I'm going to wait until interest rates, let's just say, come down to five. Yep. And that is your strategy. I will just let you know that is every other buyer's strategy. And so when you go to purchase when rates come down to five, you are going to be one of many Mm. and you're going to find yourself in a situation that we've been in in the last couple of years where you're going to be dealing with multiple offers, you're going to be coming cash out of pocket, Mm -hmm. and you're going to be doing the same cycle all over again. So- 
my strategy for my buyers is to let them know, listen, right now you have no competition. Mm -hmm. The competition is gone. The competition is scared and they're sitting there waiting for this magic number to happen. And just to let you know, when my husband and I first bought our first home, interest rates were in the nines. Mm, and and you know, honestly, I didn't even think about it. I didn't know that they could get better than that. So right now, what our perception is, is that we missed the best interest rates that we could get. And while that may be true, that doesn't mean that the current interest rates that we're at are not good. What it means is our expectation of Mm -hmm. what we can afford to purchase now has shifted. Mm -hmm. And that is, I think, what we're trying to reconcile is, well, six months ago, Mm -hmm. I could have gotten twice the house. Mm -hmm. Right. But now you still have the opportunity to get in the real estate game if you're not already. Start building wealth through real estate because- what, 75, 80% of all millionaires build their wealth through real estate. So that is something that you can still be doing. And while it may not be the house you want today, it could turn into the house that you want in the future. So, I mean, don't wait until you're one of 100 people going after that same home. Mm -hmm. Jump in now. Well, yeah, it's a little scary but there are people to help walk you through it and you know get you to the finish line and get you ahead of the game where everybody else is going to be jumping in once those interest rates come down so and I there mean, are ways to get interest rates down today yeah i mean we talked about some of them right whether it's a permanent buy down a temporary buy down so if interest rate is the key factor People have to realize you're not going to get three because that's unrealistic. Right. Something in the fives is definitely doable. Right. I mean, threes were unrealistic when we were getting them. Yes. I mean, I was like, huh? What is it? It's almost free money. I mean, it, it didn't make any sense while it was happening. But I mean, you know, it was hopefully once in a lifetime. And I say hopefully mm-hmm. because pandemic. Yeah. I mean, where we had to get as a world to get those interest rates, man, do you really want to go there again? I I nope. definitely do not. So, you know, this this is probably our new reality for a minute. And, you know, it's um yeah, it's not what we want but it's what we have. Yep. And so, you know, there's there's always room to make moves and to do what you need to for you and your family. And uh, you know, I think it's going to I think everything is going to work out. I do too. Yeah. And yeah. we just have to keep moving forward. But only you know what your risk tolerance is and coming from a risk tolerant person of not very much. (laughs) I understand you. I mean, I want everything in black and white. I want everything, you know, what if, what if, what if that is what I want. And so I, I completely understand where you're coming from. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've gotten better. 
I think, watching the cycles. Mm -hmm. But I just didn't realize, you know, when I got into this industry that that was how it operated, mm -hmm. you know. And so I think the the more we know, the more we can advise. And the more we know, we realize how much we don't know. Mm -hmm. And then we can also seek out people smarter than us to give you the information that you need so that you can make an informed decision. So anything else that you can think of? Well, again, if we're going to flip it a little bit yeah. to be glass half full versus glass half empty, you know, like you said, there's opportunity. Yeah. And if people can step back for just a second and understand, yes, the market has shifted. We all yeah. have to uh, swallow that. Yeah. It, it is what it is. And agreeable going forward, if you can afford to buy a home today and you can fix that payment, have a roof over your head, fire your landlord, so to speak. Yeah. There's no better. I don't know of all of us here. We can all attest to being a homeowner is kind of one of those amazing things that it feels good in here and here. Yeah. And there's nothing like it, especially like in pandemic. When you were locked in your house, it was your house. Yeah. You want to tell me to turn the music off? Tough to-dos. My <laughs> house, right? Or whatever it was. So yeah. that, I think people have to get back to that emotional attachment of what a, being a homeowner and what that really means and push the fear aside because – Going forward, if you're going to worry about rates being in the sevens, historically over the last, I think I looked at something this morning, it was since 1970, rates hovered in the sevens. So yeah. if you're going to cry and complain that rates are in the sevens, sorry, buttercup, you got to deal with it because that's where norm normality has been. But if the Fed can tame inflation and we can get to the fives, you get a little bonus, you know? Right. Yeah, so and so that that house that you can afford today, if you're able to refinance, it gets way more affordable down the line if rates come down, mm -hmm. and then, like she said, you can you can refinance. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a shift yeah. in expectation. It's a mindset shift. I mean, it's a lot of shifting going on. Mm. You know, so it it takes a minute. It takes a minute for everyone to wrap their brains around kind of where we're at, mm -hmm. you know, but like I've, I've been having discussions with, with my sellers who they're like, yeah, but I could have got this price, you know, two months ago and yeah, you could have, but two months ago doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> and you know, this is where we are today. You know, and so I think that's kind of the reality also, you know, but there's always going to be things. I mean, we have Nellis Air Force Base here. Mm -hmm. There are always going to be military families that are moving in and moving out. Mm -hmm. You know, we you have people who can no longer walk up and down the stairs. They, you know, need a single story home. Mm -hmm. You have families who, I mean, did you have a pandemic baby? Um, you know, they need more room. They mm -hmm. no longer fit in their condo mm -hmm. or their two-bedroom or three-bedroom home. You know, so there's always going to be these life events mm -hmm. that happen that, you know, we have to adjust to them. And, you know, it's it's just a good thing to know in in my mind that, you know, 
we're keeping tabs on this Mm -hmm. so that we can bring you what we're seeing day to day, not an overarching doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's not what anybody wanted. You know, um, it's, it's definitely not the interest rates that we wanted them to be. But right now, with 8,000 homes on the market, or just about 8,000 homes on the market, um, you have four times the amount of properties on the market to choose from than you did just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. So a few months ago, you were settling for the ugly duckling in the neighborhood because that was the only one that you could get Mm -hmm. because it was the only one nobody else wanted. Mm -hmm. And now you get to take, what is it? Cinderella. You get to take Cinderella to the ball (laughs) because she's available and nobody wants her. So now you get that dream home that you were looking for and you don't have to fight everybody off for it. So yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw some stats that 34% of people are delaying large purchases, homes and cars, because of a glooming recession. I found that interesting. I believe that. I I talked to um, somebody the other day. Oh, I think it was a a title rep that said that their business is down like 60%. Ouch. Sorry for them. Yeah. But it would make sense. Yeah. Again, of all the things that we've been discussing. I think that it, it's going to take a little time, just like when you have a baby. It takes a little time to get on their schedule. Yeah. So same with this. Once the information is digested and regurgitated and repeated, and then for you and I, we get to, once CNN or CNBC says, oh, hey, this, that, and the other, then the rest of the world will believe us. Yeah. But I think that once the information is absorbed in the masses, then they'll go, oh, okay, that's the new reality. Or it's not as bad as I thought. The right. sky is not falling because it's mm-hmm. not. You yeah. know, so I, I think that that's also the other reality mm-hmm. is, you know, but when we're afraid, yeah. you know, that's mm-hmm. what we seek out. You know, if if we want to get scientific, mm-hmm. you know, our reticular activating system just kind of latches on yes. to whatever we think is true. Mm-hmm. And so then we see more of that. Mm-hmm. And so just see more of us giving you all the good news on, yes. on the side of it, you know, but um, yeah, I, I think that this is normal yep. and we're normalizing. Mm-hmm. So that this is what normalizing looks like. And as soon as, like you said, we kind of all digest it and get it through our, our systems, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll see that this is a normal market. Yeah. So, yeah. And what we've been doing for clients is we've been going back through people that were purchasing in the beginning of the year to show them what if, yes, your purchasing power has gone down, but what if you did this or this or this? And we've shown them a permanent buy down, a temporary buy down, the seller paying down the rate plus yeah. a price reduction. Because again, like you said, I want to see it in black and white and I'm the same. Yeah. So until you show me on a piece of paper or on a screen, how d- we can talk all day long, but it's not going to sink in until you right. physically see it. Yeah. So if a client can see and visualize how that looks, yeah. it's not so scary. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and I think people too, it doesn't cost you anything to talk to us. No. 
we are more than happy to have the conversation with you because our goal is to get you in the house, get you building wealth, get you where you want to be, get you closer to family, whatever that scenario that you have for yourself looks like, we want to help you achieve that goal. So our consultations are free. There's not a charge for them. And, uh, you know, hopefully we get you in a direction that helps you feel good, even if that direction is that you wait. Mm -hmm. It is perfectly fine to tell us, guess what? I'm not ready now. Mm -hmm. And that is a perfectly viable answer and doesn't bother us in the least because Mm -hmm. we're here. We're here for the long haul. Mm -hmm. We're not, you know, dropping off tomorrow. So um, we're here for, for business for you, for your family, for your grandkids. I mean, we're we're here to to help you as long as we can. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, rapid fire. Do you think interest rates are going up or coming down? Up. What do you think? I agree. They, yeah. they say they're going up before they're coming down. We're going to have some more pain. Yeah. Which, again, it's temporary. Right. Yep. Temporary pain. Kind of like working out for right? me, right? <laughs> Or not eating sugar, temporary pain for, you know, I don't know what, but yeah, temporary pain. Okay. <laughs> so um, do you think that housing prices are going up or coming down? Like median home price. Do you think it's going up or coming down? I say it's going down. I say it's going down a little, and yeah. not drastically and not for a very long time. It just, yeah. again, we're still in our correction. Yeah. I mean, again, if we go back over the last two years, the parts of Las Vegas have appreciated 50%. Or more. 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 So that's not sustainable, and yet they're going to pull back to where you kind of should be. Yeah, and again, no crash, just normalizing. Yeah. So do we think inventory, our last rapid fire, do we think inventory is going up or coming down? I say going down. I was going to say the same Yeah. Because what's happening right now is, and I don't, I don't find this to be true, but a lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, I don't want to list until after the holidays." I'm gonna, oh, I think I'm, I'm gonna not list until after the holidays. Well, my fourth quarter, including the holidays, has always it's been, been busy. my busiest yeah. quarter. So I don't find that to be true, but I do still think that we're gonna have less inventory. I think what I've been hearing is. The people are hesitant to list because they got such an amazing interest rate in the last few years. So if you're going, yeah. said, oh, I got a 3% rate, but I still need a place to buy. Yes, I'm going to have an amazing deal, but I'm going to give up my 2% interest rate to get a seven and a half. Eh. Right. So th- again, it's an internal battle, but right. as like I told you before, we've been showing clients that there's a, such a benefit. And if that's the home you really want, then go for it. Right. So. And without you know, fighting off all those people once interest rates go back down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you so much. We thank you for spending this time with us. Um, Hopefully we brought you a little piece so that, you know, some of that stress can be taken off of your plate and um, we will see you next month. But in the meantime, look for weekly market updates on my Real Las Vegas Instagram page and subscribe and get notifications so that you know every time these come out. 
We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.